back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the podcast that is strengthening the tile industry, and we're doing that with our business education that is designed for contractors by contractors. This education is assisting tile contractors everywhere to build sustainable, profitable businesses. You're letting me know. I appreciate all your DMs and PMs. The result is a stronger industry from the installer up. You cannot have a weak base, so we're we're strengthening the contractors, and it's going to pay off. It is paying off. And today, we've got another great topic, of course. We're going to be talking about the reasons to be a certified tile installer. Should you take the test? Do you want to take the test? We're going to be t- interviewing four of the CTI test takers, getting their perspective on it. I was lucky enough to be with them, so I want to share a little bit about my perspective. I do want to take a minute to thank all of Tile Money's sponsors. These are the companies who are investing back in you, the listener, the tile installer, contractor. Our sponsors are are very aware of uh, the the need to strengthen you as a contractor. So I want to thank the NTCA, National Tile Contractors Association, GoBoard for supporting uh, tile contractors, and Latacrete for supporting tile contractors, and all the monthly patrons who are donating, even five bucks a month, helps to keep the lights on here and we're growing and we're uh, buying equipment and we're making plans and I, I really appreciate it. If you're benefiting from this podcast, I encourage you to, to think about supporting our efforts either with comments in the Facebook group or becoming a monthly patron or whatever you can do if you're up for that. So comment again today for a chance to win one of these keychains. I'll give away three of these as well as two grand prizes from Lady Cree International, a, a CTI fee uh, and an NTCA member, annual member due. So that's courtesy of Latacrete International. Thank you very much, Latacrete. All right, let's bring on the um, our guest today. So we've got Ryan, Robert, Juan, and David with us today. How are you gents doing? How are you? Doing great. I'm going to just clean up the screen a little bit here. All right, Ryan, let's start with you. Uh, who are you, where are you from, and what is your business name, and, and what do you specialize in? Um, Ryan Heisel, company name is Ryan the Saw Guy, LLC, out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, licensed, bonded, insured, all that fun stuff. Um, most of what I do is hard surface flooring and tile, uh, but I'm a structural carpenter, so I do structural work inside and outside of houses, decks, wood decks, uh, composite decks, but tile has been my passion for the last, what, four years anyway, five yeah. years. Um, so, yeah. Nice. Thank you for sharing. Robert, uh, where are you at? What do you do? What does your business look like? I'm in Gainesville, Florida, um, Stone Dragon Tile Arts, uh, LLC. Uh, mostly I do kitchen bath remodels, uh, do some new construction, but, uh, I really enjoy the artistic side of the industry. Uh, and I'm getting into hopefully very soon, uh, making, uh, large scale mosaics. Okay. Uh, but, uh, moreover at the second, what I'm doing is actually engraving travertine and, and doing, uh, um, dimensional pieces and geometric, uh, shapes with the travertine. Very cool. Very cool. Sounds, sounds fun. David, where are you at? What are you, what are you doing? What's your business? Um, David Sandana from Puyallup, Washington. 
my company is Diligence Flooring LLC. Uh, we do commercial residential remodeling um, uh, TIs for shopping centers and stuff like that, but all all hard surface, tons and tons of tile, and um, you can sprinkle in some commercial carpet and squares in there for the larger projects, but basically um, a full-scale flooring company. Nice, nice. Well, we're glad to have you. And uh, Juan, where, where are you from in the name of your business? I'm living in Bear Beach. The name of my company is Rocky Thailand Marmol. I do it like a residential um, a remodeling uh, jobs. I doing this about to 15 years. I started my company about to five years ago. Mm. Nice. Well, congratulations. Uh, sounds like you're off to a good start. Um, now, when we think about the, the CTI test, uh, certified tile installer, we've got a lot of different discussions happening in, in all the groups. Um, I myself, this was my first time I was able to go and actually experience the full day. And I'm, I'm glad I was there, I think, around 730 in the morning. You all were there about an hour earlier and started at 7. Um, and, and for me, I, I wrote a few thoughts down the next morning. And I thought I'd just share a couple things here. Because I, be, being that I had never experienced it, I really didn't feel like I could comment too much on the CTI test, to be frank, until I had either taken it or at least experienced it. Um, and, you know, I, I think as contractors, you know, um, something that might, you know, for a lot of us, we just find out about the CTI test and it's fairly new, right? It's a kind of a fairly new, it's not really real new, but if you find out about it, it's new to you, right? <laughs> and so mm-hmm. sometimes these discussions yeah. are like, whoa, what is this brand new thing? Who are these people? What are they doing? And, and, and why is this needed, right? And so I have to admit, I've had those same thoughts and feelings myself. Why is this needed? You know, maybe nitpicking on some of the different aspects or, you know, we could do that. Um, but once I was there and experienced this and I got to know you guys and, and the other test takers, the next morning I, I really, you know, had an epiphany that uh, each one of you had a unique story, a, a background that was unique to you. And yet it felt really familiar because we're all kind of in the trade together, right? <laughs> And and I thought that was neat because I I was thinking, you know, everybody was so eager to be there and happy to be there. And and I I know it meant different things to different people. For some people, it's a very personal uh, thing. For some people, they're they're, uh, planning that this is going to help educate them and further their business along, right? Because it's part of building a business, building a life. Um, But ultimately, it's about growth. I thought it was opportunity and growth. Um, for your business and for your personal life is, is kind of the feelings I, I thought and I, I had just experiencing that. So I, I was really happy to be there and experience that. Um, and I know all you you were as well. So maybe, Ryan, we'll start with you again. I, I would like to ask you why it, it was important for you to take that CTI test. In other words, what did it mean for you personally? Well, this, this last test was my third attempt at the CTI. Um, most of that's due to, I've had eight surgeries in the last, well, since 2018. Mm -hmm. So, um, the first test I didn't finish. I barely finished the floor. The second test I failed by two points. And this test, I literally failed by 10 minutes because all I had left to do was grout 
and uh, apply caulk, and I was finished. Now, whether or not I would have passed or not is a whole different story, but the whole reason why I even started down this road was because I was asked by a customer a question about um, a uh, membrane on a concrete floor that was recently poured, and I had no clue of the answer. Hmm. Now I do. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, so you've been educating yourself. Literally, yes. And and, and I actually, I use that in my sales pitch because I'm pretty much a one-man show. But when I go to the customer and they're asking me about tile, I got to be honest with you. Just the fact that I've taken this test and I've come close to, on the second one to, you know, I've pa- I, I haven't passed it yet, but I finished it. And I only failed by two points. That confirms to me on a personal level that that I know the technical aspects of it enough to call myself some sort of a a tile expert. So when I go to the house, I have no questions at all anymore about confident, you know, being confident in what I do. Yeah. Um, And that for me, that's what it's all about is making sure that I have that as my own repertoire, so to speak, um, just to back it up. You know, I'm not just filling it full fluff. I'm a legit contractor, and I'm a I'm a tile expert. So you know, you're going to have a a, a good install. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I appreciate that answer and, and the honesty there. Of hey, I want to learn more, right? I want to be be doing this. And the result was and is confidence, and and that's something that certainly helps as a business owner, a contractor. So that's awesome, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Robert, uh, same question to you. Why was it important for you to be there? And maybe you can even share the story of how you got there that day, what, what this meant for you. Uh, okay, uh, I was uh, – so I was considered the shotgun entry. Uh, I didn't uh, really get a good indication of the time frame for the jobs coming up the next week. So I had almost a week of downtime and uh, a little bit of money in my pocket from the last payday and a drive. I've been waking up at 4 a.m. for the last two weeks thinking about how to be better, do better, live better, eat better. Right. And uh, I landed myself uh, on the CTEF website, went ahead and signed up and said, you know, uh, how can we make this happen? Is it even possible? Yeah. They said you have to take your, your written test, and usually people do that over two days. I shotgun through it, barely passed through the written section, so they let me go take the, the physical, uh, pass the physical, but um, did not make enough points to get the overall. So uh, what it means to me, though, ultimately is uh, it's a pride thing. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the confidence thing, and, yeah. you know, that's where that recipe is, is the pride. You know, I didn't have a father growing up. I'm not a second-gen anything, <laughs> you know. Uh, so everything that I've scrambled for has been well worth it uh, in the career that I've chosen versus any other career that I've that I've been a part of. Yeah. So uh, it was is all pride, hmm. you know, knowing that knowing that I can call myself a legitimate tile contractor, you know, knowing that having the backing for that. Yeah. That's excellent. We've got a, a question here from the audience uh, t- commenting on the the written portion was essentially you know forcing you to know the qualities and the standards of the installation. What did you take away most from your experience? Um, any comments on that, Robert? 
for the written section, well, uh, most of the technical aspects I had covered, there were some things that were convoluted that I had yet to understand. This became more clear at the uh, actual physical test. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Uh, I'll give an example. Um, uh, not mortaring your your rock board joints, you know, and that always, uh, you know, kind of sat weird with me that we would mortar the rock board joints, but then silicone and flexible joints. So how was it to be flexible and how would that not crack? So that always kind of made some weird, weird nonsense to me. Uh, but it made sense once I took the physical. Once you were doing it. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. We'll move to David. Um, tell us, you know, uh, why it was so important for you to take the CTI test. I mean, you flew in from Washington state. What did it mean to you? Well, you know, I, I traveled a long way to get there. So there was a lot of things on the line. Initially, you know, I started doing this over a year ago. So I started the CTI in February of 20, I think it was 2020. And then, um, you know, I passed a written exam and I scheduled my practical. And then, you know, there's some rumors about this coronavirus and how people should prepare to have their lives, you know, dis, uh, discomforted or, you know, you'd have to take some sort of other precautions or something. And then they started canceling stuff. And I was like, oh, please don't cancel my test. Well, it was like two weeks away. They canceled the test. Um, so, yeah, I waited a long time. And then I was just chomping at the bit, ready to get it over with because, you know, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to pass it overall for me, you know, I've had my company for 15 years and I didn't feel like I needed to do it for that reason. I just, as a personal objective, you know, I wanted to get that accomplishment under my belt. Then I can, you know, like Robert or like Ryan said, it's, uh, you know, it legitimizes what you've been doing. So I feel like I've always aspired for knowledge and I've always tried to give the customer the, the best of what I have to offer, but to actually have the, the paperwork behind it, um, and be able to get the prescription for their jobs out of the NTCA manual or follow the rules for the anti uh, mortar uh, specifications. You know, you know where to get the information, how to use it, and it just helps you become a better installer. Period. Whether you pass it or not. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, for me, it was it was just it was time. I said the first test that comes up, I'm going to it. Thank God, I was able to. You know, it was in my second home yeah. state down there. Yeah. Yeah, you have family down here, and uh, you kind of made a little vacation out of it uh, before the test with your family. That was cool. Yeah, a couple of days. You know, I pretty much traveled across half the state in uh, two-day increments, you know? Yeah. Wow. And so we've got a question from the audience. Other than the confidence it added to you, which – uh, we talked about what other ways do, do you feel it would help your business? Does anybody want to answer that? Knowledge. Well, yeah. The, oh. uh, being added to the NTCA national registry uh, helps. Yeah. You know, that's kind of another reason that I'm looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And the education by far, you, you can't get an education like this, in any other university, even on the job, because how many people actually go seek out this information to begin with? Mm-hmm. And I know I can't speak alone here. I speak for pretty much every t- 
tile contractor, every general contractor, every contractor, period, because I do the right thing and I get chastised because I'm too expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm okay with that because I automatically already know. I've learned from other people that I've met on Facebook, 85% of my estimates are trash mm-hmm. just because I'm, I'm that expensive. Yeah. And it's not that I'm that expensive. I'm just not willing to cut those corners. Mm-hmm. And if you get an investor or someone who thinks they're an investor or even a builder, what do they do? They cut every corner that they can. And you can see that when you're ripping out their work six years later yeah. or less, yeah. you know. Um, and then last year I, I ripped out three bathrooms from three investors that I know here from the uh, an investor page on, my, uh, on one of my Facebook groups. I know them because I've interacted with them on Facebook, and, and they brag about their work all the time. And I laugh when they put up pictures, and I'm like, you know, I hate picking people's work apart, but it's like, why are you going to spend that kind of money on tile unless some half-assed contractor yeah. who thinks they know how to do it, yeah. you know, if your contractor isn't knowledgeable enough to, to at least seek the advice of the manufacturer, let alone the NTCA or the CTEF, you're just throwing money out the window. Yeah. And I'm just, I know for me, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to broadcast that out to the customers. Um, and I've got to change some things up in order to do that personally. Mm-hmm. But right. that seems to be the struggle that every legitimate contractor out there goes through. Yeah. Well, we've got several great uh, questions coming in. I want to get to them. But first, let's let's get to Juan with this first question that I had. Uh, what did it mean to you, Juan? Why was it important for you to be there at that day taking the test you know it's like Ryan say you meet uh, one a, a customer the customer he want answer about what happened in his house what happened about uh, this crack uh, tile so you need to have the knowledge to know what you do say to to your clients mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the, take the CTI is like a you have all the the tools to see, and you have the answer over there to see what happened, to know what what like a, for example have the idea what is the problem in that job, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, can and if you don't mind, can you say that in Spanish too? So just so that um, I, we can clip that out later. Yeah, like a, like como Ryan dijo. Tú tienes que tener eh, la herramienta para venir y cuando tú te juntas con un cliente, con tu customer, saber cuál es el problema acerca de lo que él está pasando en la casa de él. Para tú venir y darle la contestación y que él sepa realmente que tú sabes el trabajo también. Thank you very much for, for doing that and for your answer. Let's, I, I'm going to ask one more question around the, around the clock here. Ryan, um, to you, tell us about the day. What was the experience like? Um, well, for a guy who's a little out of practice because of the the COVID thing and 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 whatnot, I took a fifteen hour drive one way mm. um, the day before, and we finally got there. And um, limited tools, limited time. Um, but I've already been through it t- two other times, so I kind of already knew what I was getting into. Right. But, you know, the, the time management is 
key, 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 yeah. period, in the story. Um, and that is probably the biggest aspect of the CTI exam is time management. No matter how well you think you're prepared, I know almost every single one of us were down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, now, Ryan, can I ask you, are you planning on taking it again? Well, um, does a bear shit in the woods? Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, I've already been in contact with Scott, uh, the director of the CTF, as well as Kathy. The next scheduled tile test is back down in Vero Beach December 9th. Mm-hmm. But I already know that there was another test that was on the calendar that is no longer, but it's full. Mm-hmm. So I know what I've what I I know what I've got to do in order to get into that test. I've just got to wait for a cancellation or a no show. You're eager, but I'm close enough. Yeah. I'm close enough to travel to it. I'm only you know three hour, two and a half, three hours away from from the location myself. So if they call me the night before. I, I've got the funds ready to go in, in a bank account waiting cool. to, to go at the moment's yeah. notice, but yeah. that's in May. Okay. So it's just a matter of getting getting one on the books, getting one on the calendar, and going to it because I don't care where it's at in the world. I'll go to it. I just want I want to be able to go to it and, and, and finish that and pass that, and I'm pretty confident at this point I know what to do in order to get that done. Yeah. Cool. That's exciting. I mean, your your energy and you know is contagious. It's awesome. Thank your, you. Your uh, eagerness and, and excitement for this, Robert. You're you're probably the only guy you know in history that did what you did, showing up. You know, uh, signing up that morning, taking the written test that morning with no. Dude, you know, that's it's, crazy. It's an open book test. You took it without the book. There's just no. I mean, they couldn't even helicopter it down to you. What was your experience like? Uh, yeah, it, it was, it was, it was a risk. Uh, you know, uh, since I was ready to pull the trigger, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was an all fly zone for me. Uh, since, since I had trouble, I did have multiple devices to take the test on and that wasn't the issue. I was not able to like download or open the material in such a time is cause I've been calling since they were open at eight or whatever, whatever she gets in it. <laughs> Kathy gets in at 8.45. I know that now. <laughs> Kathy gets in the office at 8.45, and she can send me that material. Well, I got it, and I literally got the, got the test open, had my girl over here, my business partner, downloading the material as I started the test already. wasn't happening, so I just mm, I just shook through it. And, uh, and because uh, I was, it, it was the timeline, the timeline was for me to leave by noon, to one thirty at the latest to get down there with 15 minutes to spare, uh, before orientation the night before. Yeah. And so it was, it was a, it was an all fly zone. Yeah. I didn't have, in my mind, for me, I didn't have any other options. I wanted to go ahead and, and, and connect with the industry a little more Yeah. and become certified. I mean, it's not, it's not a, a, an if thing for me. I retake the written as many times as I need to, I'll get my CPI. Yeah. But but it was it was uh, it was a have to. It wasn't an option, mm-hmm. you know. D- David, what was that day like for you? What what do you remember that stood out on that day? Um, the day of was, you know, the night before I didn't sleep a whole bunch. Um, 
I was in Vero Beach. So I was thinking about that day at one o'clock. I was like, yeah, this sucker don't go off and I'm an hour late or, you know, whatever <laughs> happened will happen usually. So yeah. probably got up at like 4.30, uh, walked around the hotel room, had a cup of coffee, went to the lobby, you know, got to the place a little early, did a lap around the block, came back to the place, saw Juan stomping around ready to go. He was like a raging bull ready to take this thing. All the fire in his eyes right away. <laughs> said, Are you okay, man? He's like, yeah, I'm good. He's like, dude, you're going to kill this thing. He looked like he was pissed off. So uh, that amped me up a little bit. And then, um, you know, Robert set up his shop behind me. He had the whole floor covered and everything. And we were all cozy in the floor. And here I am walking in 10 minutes yeah. ago. I started taking the well, test. It's my like, job. It's my job. <laughs> yeah, he said he, he, lives there. he gets on the outside. I, I live there. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Taking the test, and all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, I was like, dude, you just, you just, you have a lot invested in past this thing right now. And I was looking at the clock, and then uh, my heart was racing a little bit in the beginning. And I heard Robert goes, "Anybody just left at noon?" <laughs> and I was like, "Don't say that." <laughs> He's right behind me. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't give up. We passed it. Yeah, yeah. But it took a lot. You had to dig down in the, in the end, and yeah, it was it was a rough day. But uh, once you got done, you just kind of nothing else mattered. Your, your the pressure was off. Uh, you just the anticipation of the test, the the moderators uh, doing the scoring, you know, and everything seems like such a big deal. You know, you're doing like one little thing and. Oh, this thing here. Oh, this thing here. And you're like, geez, is that, is that the make or break deal? Mm. So it was just a lot of nerves until the end. And, uh, you know, the day was good though. Overall, a lot of, a lot of great people down there. We were all having a fun time. Yeah. And, mm. Um, you know, everybody was really nice. So I, I was overall happy with how everything went yeah. and they put on a good yeah. deal down there at the tile warehouse. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Juan, uh, what, what was your experience that day like? Can you share it with us, uh, what it felt yeah. like? This is my second time take the, the city. I, I take the last for the 2020 over here in Vero too. I failed like a, for two points, I guess. So this one I say in the morning, I need to pass. I don't know why, but I need to pass. And start with that confidence and go over there with that confidence and like David say, hey, you are okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very sure this time I passed that test. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I start concentrating in the test and do it like a, you know, the, you do it all days. So, you know, with the pressure is very hard. So you feel the pressure, the timer two o'clock one o'clock and you feel the pressure too you don't finish so come on you do it yeah. you got it yeah and after you finish you start to talk with everybody everybody is it's a family like a family you know yeah yeah, it was fun. I mean, we were all, you know, at the end, you know, cleaning up and uh, enjoying some association and just, you know, swapping yeah, and stories. Yeah, to talk about experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a, a memorable day in my mind. Yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, let's get to some of the audience questions here. Um, and, and these could uh, 
Well, we'll if anybody wants to comment, what what if anything would you change on the test? Ryan, do you have a thought on that? Coming in from Carl Leonard with with this question. Um, if there was anything to change on on the test, I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with you. I believe Scott and his team have done a bang up job. I don't know that there's anything else. I mean, I'm sure that there's little intricacies here and there that could be improved on or changed, but Scott has done a bang up job with that, with designing that test, getting it ready, even uh, uh, adhering to all the COVID rules and regulations. I mean, you know, there's a reason why they set that bar that high. Yeah. They don't want the average idiot in there. No offense to anybody else. You know, I haven't passed it three times, so I'm an average idiot too in that respect. But they don't want, you know, it's not meant to be easy. Um, and, and, and with the time element, the time aspect of it, I, I got to be honest with you. It just, it makes, it makes it all worth it once it's done, mm. you know. Um, like I said, I, I, I did finish the second trip and just like Juan, I failed it by two points. Mm -hmm. Um, and and they told me that there wasn't really a whole, there wasn't enough on my written part that I could have changed that would have made the impact. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm okay with it. You know, I own all this. Um, and which is the reason why, you know, it sucks. I needed 10 minutes to go, you know, and I think Juan needed less time than that to finish his. Um, maybe, maybe not, but I, I just needed a few more minutes, but at four o'clock time's up, dude, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I, I, I don't know that there's, I mean, like I said, I'm sure that there's things here and there, maybe updating it with today's technology, but there's a reason why they've got, you know, there's a reason why it's all there. Yeah. Um, just to make sure that they set that base correctly, Mm -hmm. you know, cause a lot of what we do in that, in the test None of us, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I don't see it on any of the pages uh, for the back of rod, you know, and I've never used it on my job sites. So you are introduced, um, yeah, you're introduced to standards that, you know, are, are yes. you know, standards for a reason yes. and improve the, the jobs and improve the life of the tile work. Um, that's good. Yes. Does anybody else have a, a thought on if you could change, if you thought you could give some constructive criticism, uh, would you change the test in any way? I would probably, um, you know, it, it would be, it would be more of an ergonomic standpoint. Um, for me, I had, I was down so low. I mean, the test module is not very tall. So when you're, when you're scrunched up like that for an extended period of time, uh, the end of the day was rough for me in my lower back. So, uh, I like literally two days and it was hard to eat, like sit down and stand up. So, if I was sitting down, I was like, I better be falling onto my bed because I was going down quick, you know. And so I didn't, after the test, I didn't go out with the people that for dinner, you know, they were going to meet up. And as soon as I got back to the hotel, I just turned the hot water in that tub and sat in there. You know? <laughs> I was like, babe, get and bring it back. And uh, so ergonomics on the test module would help, you know. Um, I think from that aspect, that's probably the most difficult part for me is – the, the, the days following um, as far as the installation went uh, I mean all these things that we're doing I mean we're doing in the early 2000s and you know they kind of came in and went out we, we don't do a whole lot of dots and tile anymore mm-hmm. um, but now I mean it's a skill that you still have to be able to have that because it may be a pinwheel pattern next time you know it could be something else not just yeah. a dot when you cut yeah. the edges off so 
patterning is, you know, it's, it covers pretty much every aspect, borders, patterns. Um, and I think they did a good job assembling the module. Um, probably the elevation of the module would probably be the only thing because some people, you know, some people are six foot seven, you know, Robert, he was up in a ball over there. He's what are you, six, two or six, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually shocked how you put it together, man. That was great. So I worked better upside yeah. down anyway. Huh? Upside down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just lay it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and it. So yeah, for me, I think changing the uh, maybe it, maybe it's elevated up two feet in the onto some sort of box or something. That would be a bit, of, you know, a help. That'd be, um, cool. So, That'd be cool. David, yeah. David, that gave me a thought actually. Um, since uh, the profile, the standard size of tile uh, for floors and walls has uh, increased over the years, much like you said, that tile has come in and gone out, um, maybe the CTI module could just be a little larger and focus on six, six, eight by eight, something a little more. They did include mm-hmm. cap, which is not so much of a standard anymore in, in like residential uh, applications, although people mm-hmm. still do ask for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe some trim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's trim, trim spendy, you know, I think, too. So, but, do, but I do what I get paid to do, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I think these discussions are, are important. Um, we've got some people who are thinking about taking the, the test that are asking all of you what, what piece of advice you would give them. Just be, be, make sure that you're ready. I mean, read the, read the, take the, the, the written test first. I mean, if you, if you've been in the industry more than two years, um, I highly recommend it. Yeah. You know, cause at, the, at minimum, you're going to get some sort of an education out of it mm. at minimum. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's an education on what they used to do 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, um, fatigue stuff. Yeah. Anti-fatigue mounts really helped me. Uh, oh, really? Bringing a table to set up, bringing it so I speed set my floor, and I brought a table to set up my wall tile on so I could stand up and ease my back for a while. Then got back down to it after the floor set. So uh, tools for setup, not just tools for install. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah, the first two times I took the test, nobody thought about putting a board over top of the the floor so we can get to the wall without messing up the the the, the floor because we always use speed set. So by the time it was we were ready to start laying the wall tile, the floor was ready to go. So I didn't worry about it first two times, um, but we didn't have speed set uh, at, in Vero Beach, so it was a little weird for me, mm. you know. And I just didn't have room to bring that board with me. And I didn't think about going to to the depot that night, you know, and get a board. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, Ryan. While you're talking, what were the do you did we cover this question? What were the main things that caused you to lose points? Did we cover that already? I'm just trying to make sure. No, um, the 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 main thing for me, honestly, was just biggest thing. Just like I told Scott, because he had called me up and asked me if there's anything that he could do to help me help improve me. Out of practice. Yeah. I haven't put a lot of tile in all, all last year. Uh, a lot of that was personal decisions. Uh, you know, I moved um, my geographical location, um, and that took a heavy toll on my, my business as well as the COVID hidden. Um, and just, 
did, did different advertising that just didn't work. Um, but for me, um, it's all about, you know, I, I, I know I didn't study enough. Um, I thought that I knew going into it, uh, you know, what to do. And I, I realistically did. I'm just so out of practice. It, that just simply slowed me down. You know, and it could also be just my general health because, I mean, I've, I've had gastric bypass surgery. I've had my back fused. Um, you know, in 18, I ruptured my L5. So um, I've, I've been in and out. I've had my hips replaced, you know. Um, so I've, I've had some health struggles over the last, uh, what, going on four years now. But hopefully at this point I'm good, you know, because I'm not, I'm literally half the man I used to be. Um, but you know, for me, it was just about time management and just being out of practice. Right. Right. Yeah. With the time management thing, we've got a comment, uh, to Juan that he killed the test. You know, he was working on his floor by 9am already. We have a commenter. I'm not sure who it is. It might be John Roberts, but, um, Juan, what, you know, what were you focused on being that you had, you know, already experienced this and kind of knew what to expect and came at it with a little, little different approach? I mean, um, you still, you know, didn't have that much time left, but um, what were you really focused on to, to make sure that your floor was set so soon? No, you know, so, sometimes you learn to install a tile like a one way, uh, you say, you think that way is the, the right way. So when, when I take my first uh, CTI, the really, I, I use like a silicone, like uh, two or three times before I do it, my CTI. Mm-hmm. So I don't have experience by, by silicone, right. by uh, expansion joint. So after I take my CTI and fail, I start to check and try, let me use the silicone, let me see like uh, the the covers in my tile. No, I, I see like I have like a 60%, no, let me change the 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 throw. So I check this and I start to practice in your job. So when you take the CTI, it's like a more easy, it's like a, you do it every single day. Yeah. So you you took that information and started putting it into real life practice, in practice. and, and checking yeah, and improving and mm-hmm. you know man that's what a great answer I I love that that's I think that's why this test exists right there yes um, for for those people who care enough to take it um, and care enough to bring the the knowledge back to their clients' jobs sites you know back to your job sites that's great that's exactly what we want. Uh, a general question here. What were some deductions that you did not expect? Do they tell you what they deducted and then you can learn from that? Is that, I forget. If you pass, if you at least complete the test, yes. But if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you don't finish the test, they don't grade it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Did So mm. with Juan and David, since you passed, did they tell you some areas that the, were deductions and now you worked on them? Well, when they called me, I was getting ready to get on the airplane. So um, I asked him, you know, he said, hey, uh, congratulations. And I thought he was calling to tell me I didn't pass. So I was like, oh, great. You know, I would, I would have yelled, but I was in the airport. So I decided <laughs> better to hold on to that. Then uh, 
I asked him, I said, well, you don't mind me asking, what, what did I not do good on um, so I know for my, for my own betterment? And uh, he says, well, there wasn't a whole lot. He said, uh, mm-hmm. you missed one point on a perimeter expansion joint shifted by the doorway when I put the floor back together. And it could have been I was crawling on it, you know, because uh, I had everything on there. I had the board. I had the tile. I had literally everything on top of this module when I was putting it back together, when I was doing the walls. And mm. it probably been three hours since I finished the floor. So, I don't know. At that point, I was ready to let it be what it's going to be, you know. I, yeah. I had a game plan, and I had to get it grounded, and I had to get it caulked. And I was just uh, taking the haze off, and um, I hear Juan say, I'm finished. And then – who is behind you, Juan? Kyle? Kyle says, I'm finished. Yeah. I was like, well, I have to, I'm going to keep wiping this off because I don't want to fail one little line of haze. <laughs> you know, if I need about half a point, you know, I wasn't going to leave anything on that tile. I was like, I'm taking my time now. And I just wiped it. I looked at it. I was like, I don't think I can wipe it anymore. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah. And uh, so they told me, you know, what I what I had a deduction on and stuff. But, uh, you know, I asked for my for my own benefit. So I knew what I, I – Sure. I could do better. But, about yeah. you? Now, I will also interject here. They did tell me both the, the, the first and the, this, this last time, the first time I took the evaluator was Scott, and he did share with me what he saw that I could improve on. So it wasn't a complete wash. Okay. Uh, and John Roberts did the same thing back in Vero Beach here a few weeks ago. So it, it, it's not that they don't. Uh, evaluate you because they do. That's their job. Um, they just didn't write it down on the the score sheet, got but it. they did share it with me that day because we've got you know it takes a good three hours to tear everything down and, and degrade everybody's yeah. uh, module. So no, and you receive yeah, a, a letter a letter be, uh, be, uh, after when they say everything you have a uh, wrong. And what you need to to change? That's yes. that's good. So mm-hmm. were there were there some things that surprised you, or or were you pretty much uh, accepting of? Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> no, I I accept in that. So you see it, your mistake. So you know. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get that paper, at least once I got a copy of the test results. Everything that was marked in there off, yeah, I could see that. I mean, I, I struggled on, on the second test. I struggled with layout, um, and that's that's probably the reason why I was down to the wire. Um, you know, it, it took me way too long on the second, second attempt um, to get the layout correct. And the first attempt, I had I was literally three weeks out of a, of a, a I believe my my uh, right or my left hip being replaced. So I was you know, three weeks post-surgery going to Pittsburgh, taking a tile test, but they had discounted it. So I'm like, well, shit, might as well do it, you know? Um, and I did that similar to, you know, uh, uh, the other fellow there, but not quite as bad, but yeah, I, I, they do, they, the, the, they do share with you what you're doing wrong or what you can improve on rather. Um, and, and, and it's, they do that both in written and, talking to you, uh, just getting a feel for you. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So I'm just looking over some of the conversation inside, um, the groups or, I mean the Facebook group here and looking for questions. I hope I didn't miss anybody's question. Uh, 
Steve asked, uh, what was the number one thing you wish you would have prepared for? We, we've had that discussion, but does, any, does anything pop in anybody's mind again? I probably would have drank a lot more water. You know, we uh, <laughs> at one point in time, yeah. well, like I'm wearing my jacket today because yesterday was 65 and today it's 40, but it had been in the 30s the whole time, you know, in Washington State. And I flew to Florida and it was like 62, 65, and that, and then it got to like 70 something, 70, yeah. 78 or 80 degrees in, in inside the warehouse. I don't know how hot it was, but. I remember looking up and Luke's like, do you need some water? And I was like, yeah. Like people were bringing water. And, and uh, I think that had a lot to do with the cramping the next day because I literally had, I think, a, uh, one bottle of water the whole time we took the test and I had one bite of a sandwich. And that was pretty much it. Um, but I would I would have, have yourself some snacks, you know, have like, something you can just pop quickly. Yeah. Um, nothing complex, you know? Yeah. Maybe like wrap a couple half peanut butter and jellies or something. I don't know, but I would, I would yeah. definitely have more water. Um, a camel back would help, you know, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and they had, they had, they had plenty of food there. I will say that even for me, cause I'm on a high protein diet because of my uh, gastric bypass surgery. They had plenty of options, especially, you know, even for me, where my diet's a little different than everybody else's. Um, and it was actually quite tasty. I just can't have some of the stuff you guys can. Yeah. Um, but they had plenty, plenty of food, I thought, and, and plenty of water. It's just we didn't really have a whole lot of time. You know, we're down to the wire, you know. Um, and that's why I love the fact that you guys were coming around asking us if we need anything, you know, helping try to speed us up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was a well, pleasure to do that. You know, someone just asked about. Yeah, I wouldn't bring a change of shirt. I didn't have really the time to change my shirt, so uh, it wasn't about how sweaty I was. It was just about uh, being dehydrated. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like Florida in July. It was just hotter than I was used to. Probably thirty-five degrees, forty degrees hotter. So I, you know, in the north, we take in a lot less water in the winter. Cause we don't have just, you know, we don't perspire as much when it's cold. So, yeah. but you go down there and all of a sudden you're like, you're twice as much perspiration. doesn't mean your shirt's soaked. It just means that you need to drink more water, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. I took that out. And, and, and Ryan's right. There was a lot of food options there, but I wasn't going to like mosey on over to the table and grab a sandwich and grab a water and walk back. Cause literally like I, I had eight minutes of time throughout the day that I could have wasted and ran out in my completion of the test because I, I made sure it was good and clean, you know, so I probably, I probably wiped haze off for good 10 minutes, yeah. but I, um, I finished completely with eight minutes left and I thought, well, that's good enough. But if I had, you know, taken, you know, lost my focus on time management early in the day and just went over to the, you know, the buffet table and stuff, you know, I would just do, I would have some small you know snacks with me. Yeah. I mean, I saw Juan get up like twice, you know, he got up twice and, you know, it seemed like you, you had to stay on it time wise. Uh, Cause it can slip away quick. Yeah. 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 It sure can. I mean, it, we've had several comments and, and it's always said, you know, Scott Carruthers and uh, John Roberts and every, everybody really will tell you uh, that 
the biggest thing about this test is time management and kind of going over, you know, planning. Even though it's a 25-square-foot job, you've got to plan it to, to make sure you're completely done in, in, this, in the allotted time, eight hours. Um, and uh, uh, this question, is, is there points – extra points given by finishing early. No, no, there's not. <laughs> but, um, but what, what it is, and we, we have this discussion a lot, right. About apprenticeship in the tile world, you know, well, you've got to do your eight years apprenticeship and, uh, these things. And some, some people will question the test and say, well, why are we doing 12 by 12s and dots and bulldoze where we don't, you know, really use that in today's, st- you know, I, you know, I'm 30, 37 and I've been doing this for 20 years. And I, I can't say that I've even done a lot of that in my lifetime. So it would probably be people my age or older who have done a lot of 12 by 12s and dots. I did 18 by 18s on dots travertine a lot back in you know the 2000s but um early 2000s i should say but uh the my my point in this ramble here is that none of that matters throw all that out the window because what you're learning taking this test and preparing for this test is time management skills uh planning skills which are all important for uh, a business owner uh, a tile setter an employee even uh, a lot of employees take this test and uh and the client will receive a um a better end situation you know if if you could shave a day off your week and stall for every job i mean how 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 good would that be for your business how good would that be for your client and that's that's my one of my biggest takeaways do do it all of you let's uh leave us with your final thoughts here and then we'll wrap this up uh, uh Ryan you can start and then we'll go to Robert well, I, I just I encourage anybody who who ha- has general basic knowledge of, of building and of putting tile in or putting any kind of flooring in, you know, the, the tile industry is craving good tile installers now. Um, right. And and we all see we all see the the those that that claim that they know how to do tile. Um, but they miss steps, you know, and it is what it is. Those of us who've been through the CTI program, we see it all the time. Uh, and we try not to point that out, you know, however, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult than others, but if you're even considering it, it's only $600, uh, at most, uh, I think it's raised up to 525 or something like that, but it's basically a $500 bill to take this test. Um, and it's well worth the the education that you're going to get out of it. Yeah. So I highly encourage anybody sitting on the fence, um, find a way to make it work. Because like just like with uh, David out there in Washington, he flew all the way across the country, and I drove from Columbus, Ohio, down to Vero Beach to get it done. Yeah. So and make it pop, make it happen. You know, you yeah. just got to want it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Ryan. Appreciate it. And, and I appreciate you being here today to share your thoughts on this. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Robert, to you, what are your final thoughts? Oh, let's see. You're on mute, I think. Go ahead. I, uh, can you unmute oh, yourself? Sorry about that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so that, yeah, I got you. I'm here now. Sorry. Uh, that has to do with the last hour of the test. Uh it's very easy, like David said earlier, to uh, lose time and for that time to slip away. You know, when you're when you're mismanaging your time. Last hour of the test. Make sure to get all of your pieces in. Make sure to get your grout done. Make sure to get your silicone done. And 
grout haze is much less of a point than missing some tile on your project. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so make sure to finish. And if you only give it one wipe, because I only, I only finished with two or three minutes of spare. I was, I was behind David for by about five or six minutes. And, uh, it was the most harrowing five or six minutes of my life. Uh, <laughs> I've never been married though. So, uh, <laughs> The last hour is the most important hour of your tile setting life up until the end of that test and you have your CPI number. That's all. Good advice. And Robert, we had a question. How long have you been installing tile? And I'll ask everybody that or work working with tile. I should say, like, when did you start working with tile? Um, I started in, um, Oh seven, and I was uh, just a helper for about uh, four and a half years. Uh, the oh eight recession happened, um, and I got back together with that guy and helped him for a while, and then I ended up becoming partner with the same guy who taught me. Uh, so I've been in the industry for about fifteen years, but uh, eleven to thirteen active. There was a couple years there. Sure. Where, sure. You know, I, tra- I traveled the USA so good, and, and didn't yeah. specifically do time. A good amount of time then. Uh, Ryan, how about you with working with tile? I mean, I know you do a few different trades, but. Yeah, well, I, I, I would imagine the very first tile job I took on was for my ex-mother-in-law, and it's still in place now on a concrete floor. Um, and that was probably what, at least – 19, 18, 19 years ago. Just say 20. Um, yeah. So, so I've been, I've been doing tile for 20 years yeah. exclusively for the last four. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. David, can you, uh, give us some closing thoughts on the, on the, this conversation? Yeah. Um, I would, I would move forward, uh, with you signing up for the CTI program. If I was thinking about it, I wouldn't worry about taking the practical and, you know, I'm, I never worry about things too much until I'm actually encountering that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw someone had asked, do you know, did you practice on a mock-up board before you took the exam? Mm-hmm. And I, I never did. And I thought that by trying to make the mock-up, it was kind of cheating the test and, you know, cheating yourself. Um, Cause you can overthink it, you know, yeah. I analyzed what was yeah. going on. And at one point in the day, um, our uh, moderator, he's like, no, no, you can't do that yet because we have to take photographs in sequence. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. But everybody was doing something else. And I wanted to make sure I kept my time going towards productivity. So I kind of just skipped ahead and I, came, I reverted back, but I would sign up for it and get the knowledge that they give you. That's what you're, that's what you really want. It's the knowledge, whether or not you have the ability or not, that's going to happen in time, whether or not you're recognized or not. So I, uh, I took the test. I took the practical test. I passed both. And, um, you know, Vin Diesel said you can win by an inch or a mile. It don't matter. You're a winner, you know. So you pass that line and, and you, uh, you know, you, you got it. You got what it takes. And so I would say just do it, you know. Get the knowledge first and, and pa- you'll pass the practical. And that's a bonus. But if you know more, you're better than you were. And um, that's part of the challenge is, is becoming better yourself. Yeah. You know, I would say that as far as tile goes, uh, I started working as a helper for a guy back in 2001. And, um, by 2005, uh, 
I started my own business in 2005, and since then, uh, my first job was a big par fuel paver tile inside a house. Um, we had to grout bag it, and uh, you know it was that was our first job on day one of my having my license. So it's been what's it 2000 May will be 16 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm right around the corner from 16 years license, and um, you know it's been quite the trip. But we we don't only do tile, but we do a whole lot of tile. (laughs) So we do a whole lot of everything too. Um, so, but yeah, tile wise, I started in tile. Now we do more tile than ever. Um, and we do, we just, we do a lot of material, but yeah, so that's about all I have to say about that. Nice. 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 Juan, how about yourself? Do you have a closing (laughs) comment? No, only the you never go wrong if you sign for the CTI. Pass or no pass, you want the knowledge. You want like uh, join the new family with everybody over there is like a family. You if you have a some question, they over there for you to answer. You need some help in some case, they over there for you mm-hmm. to answer everything. I'm doing this for like. A, 15, 16 years, I started like a helper, and now five years ago, I started like a my own with my own company. So it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and so say that again. How many years? I, I missed that point, part. 15, yeah. like a 15, 17 years. 17 yeah. years. So you've got a, a good amount of experience too. So all these. All these gentlemen here have 15 plus years uh, working with tile, working with their hands. And, you know, um, so we're talking to some some very experienced individuals, I would say. So that's great. Well, listen, everybody, I'm going to wrap this up. I want to be respectful of everybody's day and time. It's a Sunday here. Uh, thank you all for being here. Thank you, Ryan, Robert, David, and, and Juan. We appreciate you. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Luke. Thank you. Happy, happy thank to be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Tile friends. Well, I appreciate everybody who's been here for this live uh, interview and discussion. It's It's been fun. And from your comments, it looked like you, you were enjoying uh, this as well. So uh, don't forget, I will be picking a couple people here uh, for uh, both uh, uh, uh Lady Cree International is buying everybody who commented has a chance to win uh, an NTCA annual member due as well as a CTI uh, payment due. So those are two $500 approximately gifts. So that's very generous of Lady Cree International. Thank you, Lady Cree, uh, for being a sponsor of the podcast. I want to thank GoBoard and the NTCA as well. If you need a website, happytileguy.com is the place to go. Um, so if you're looking for one of those gifts, comment. Uh, the first person I pick will have their choice of either the NTCA or the CTI, and then the other one will go to the second uh, person I pick. And then I've got three of these little keychains that say tile money on them. So I'll pick three runner ups as well and get those out to you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to not be as active on social media um, tomorrow because it is my anniversary. So I won't probably be be working at all, but you'll hear from me Tuesday. So hang tough guys. And uh, again, I really appreciate everybody being here. Carl, thanks for being here. Thanks for being a stand-up, uh, 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 somebody we can all look up to and, and count on to answer the phone when we have questions, and, and you do a lot for the industry. So thank you. Thank you for being um, here and giving your advice on this subject as well. We've had 
a great discussion. I want to uh, thank you all, you know, for listening to the podcast. Stay positive out there, and by all means, stay profitable, you tile contractors. Talk to you next week. Have a good night. <laughs>